Welcome to Invisible Faces Amazing Stories. This is season two, episode one. I am your host, Carlos Carrera. Uh, today we have two good friends of mine, Book Mladenovic. He is an athlete, music lover, DJ, and producer from Croatia. He is currently working as the finance national manager for Kuna Nagel, a logistics company. And we also have Alejandro Rubin, an athlete, coach, artist, and creator from Venezuela. He is currently the graduate women's swimming assistant coach at East Stroudsburg University, pursuing a master's degree in exercise science. I met both of these guys at St. Peter's University in Jersey City, New Jersey. And in part one of this two-part podcast, we talk about each one of our journeys to get to Dirty Jers, um, as well as some of our stories from our time together at St. Peter's. And finally, we discuss a little bit about life after college and what we have all been up to since then. At the beginning, I showed Ale and Book an after movie of a party that we put together, the three of us back in college. Uh, for you guys, I have shared the link in the podcast description so you guys can watch it. Or you can just search on YouTube, Feel Good Projects, Boiler Room, Jersey City. Really excited to be back and hope to, that you guys enjoy the show. Hey everyone, I'm really excited to be back. Um, it's been a crazy couple of years with COVID and some crazy stories, um, especially from my end that I went through, but um, you can listen to that on the first episode um, because right now I'm with two of my really good friends, uh, Vuk Mladenovic and Alejandro Rubin. Uh, we met back in school in St. Peter's University, uh, Cox for Life, Go Peacocks. Um, <laughs> I'm just super excited, guys, to have you here, and I just want to first say thank you because you guys have contributed in your own little way to to this podcast. Uh, Ale, uh, you created the cover art with me, and we spent a couple of weeks, you know, going through the through the process, and that was really cool to see how you know just an idea can be put into paper and how it can be transformed into something uh, more live. And book you produced the intro song, one of the songs, uh, which is part of your album Pumas. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, but I just want to show you guys something first. Um, are you guys ready? Yeah. Can you hear? Yes. DJ Perfect Transition. So for everyone listening, uh, we were just watching a video of a little party that me, Ale, and Vuk organized back in the day when we were in college. Um, we met in college, obviously, but I think three of us connected a little deeper in a, in a more meaningful way. And I think that was through music, right? We all had a, a deep love yes. for music. And I think that brought us a little bit more closer together than... Uh, all the other, I mean, we're closer to the other uh, people in the group as well, but I think three of us connected with music and we try to bring that passion and that love for music into our friends. And we did this party back in the day, which was super fun. I have some of the fondest memories with you guys. Uh, and that brings me to my first question. And I'm going to go to you, Vuk, because you were the person who got me into it. I think you got both me and Ale into it. Um, and I just want to know, like, where does this love, where did this passion for music come from? 
Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Well, when we were at that time, we were, we were in college, but also I, I started also going out a little bit more. I mean, we were in our 20s and it's fun to go out. And obviously New York and Brooklyn have a lot to offer in terms of uh, music, uh, going out, uh, some underground parties and stuff like that. So it's uh, always a good time there and that definitely influenced me. I think uh, the the music part goes uh, definitely back more uh, to my childhood. Uh, I mean, I played piano for several years and then I stopped. Uh, swimming was always a little bit more important at that point. But uh, yeah, I I, uh, I lived in Germany. Uh, I, I went to school in Germany and uh, Germany definitely has a, a strong electronic music music. Uh, history and you know they're always like uh, <laughs> type of music but it uh, it uh, shaped me in a way as well and um, yeah that uh, that passion comes from there and also it's always the environment the friends that you're hanging out with it's it's always good to have friends that show you some new music right and some good music and uh, yeah the passion is definitely there and I I was also um, living on the border to France, so it's a, a small town in, in Germany, and uh, it's definitely uh, French-influenced, so there's definitely also French house music and things like that that came into my life. I also was uh, with someone together, uh, uh, a girl that lived in Paris, and she showed me Paris as well. Uh, I went there with the train, almost every weekend to see her and uh, she also uh, was an influence and showed me certain things in the house and electronic music uh, genre. That's awesome man, that's awesome. I feel like, you know, from all these places that you just mentioned, you know, Paris, Germany, um, yeah. uh, New York, you know, I think that all influences and you have like a really cool sound, you know, and um, maybe you can share with the audience like where can they listen to your album pumas well that's uh, actually a work in progress still um, but i am working on finishing that up it's always the finalizing part uh, and, and finishing everything up uh, for for every artist it's it's difficult you have all these ideas i created certain songs but putting it all together into an album is uh, is not easy you have to have some kind of storyline and uh, the, the plan is to, to put that together and uh, I'll, I'll try to push it through certain platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, anything that's out there. But All right, uh, cool. well, once, once it's out there, I'll, I'll share the links. We'll, we'll keep an eye for that. Make sure that, that, that you share it to me so that I can share it to the audience. But I'm going to go with you, Ale. Did, did, where did this love for music or was it just for you like a way to hang out or what was what was your your thought process like back then? Yeah, for sure. But before I go into that, I think I want to add to book. And I think the final process is more of like when you're an artist, you ask yourself, is it really done? And then you keep, you keep like asking yourself, is it really done? Is it really done? Is it not? And then I think that's a really hard part. I, and yeah, going to your question, Charlie, uh, I'm more about the moments, I think. So that video you showed, uh, Vuk and I started it because I heard stories about Vuk, um, I think, writing a letter 
and sending the letter to the mail to the friends for like a FIFA tournament or something stupid, you know. But it was really nice, and I like that idea. I like that moment, and I remember we were at Book's place, and I think we just decided to do something at his place. We even went to his work office. We printed, uh, don't say this, I don't think we were supposed to. <laughs> we printed the letterhead. We got the envelopes. We grabbed our bikes because in Jersey City, you can commute very easy. And everybody, all of our friends were pretty much in a close distance except one person. And we just bike around and we put the mail in their mailboxes. And this one person, it was really fun. We, I don't know, we bike, I don't know, half hour. Was this my so. ex-girlfriend in Bayonne? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, wait, hold on. Well, let's explain first. These, these letters were invitations to these parties that we created in Jersey City. Yeah, you had to, you had to show proof before going into the party that you, you got the letter. Yeah, it's supposed, to be, it's supposed to have a feel of like exclusive, yeah. I thought that was, that was such a cool touch from you guys, because... And I think that's when you join us. Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly when... You the letter, you were like, hey, guys, I want to be part of this. Of course, uh, yeah. What can I do? I thought that was such a, that, such a cool touch because it made, me a little, it made it a little more personal, a little more authentic, where, you know, nowadays... You know, with social media and everything, you usually just get like a text or like a or like an email invite or just stuff like that. So you know, having that letter, and I still keep the letter, by the way. It's in my. I carry this little box with like memories. Like I have tickets from concerts, from events, uh, stuff that is important to me. Like you said, Ali, you know, memories. Um, you know, you create those memories, and that's important for me. So I keep those, and I have that letter. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, so for me, I'm more on the creative side, more than the music. I enjoy everything, like, when it comes to art, you know. And, um, yeah, the moments. So I think that was my, my push. I want to create. I want to do things. And that's how I got into it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm going to ask this, the next question, and this is going to be for both of you guys. Is, um, how did you end up in Jersey City, St. Peter's College? Like, how, what was the process uh, to get there? Because, you know, I think everybody has their own story. So I think it's cool to, to hear it out. Yeah. So um, for me, it was swimming. Uh, that was definitely something I, I, I love to do. And I was, I was good at it. And uh, when I... I was better. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that, but you were you were there. We were very close, uh, time times wise. Um, but uh, yeah, in uh, Germany, I finished high school, and my grades weren't really that great. Uh, so the question came up: Okay, what should I do after after high school? And um, and uh, yeah, I I quickly realized that uh, I really wanted to use swimming in a way that I can further you know, um, extend my education. So there was definitely a, a, a glimpse of like the idea of going to the States for scholarship, but it was very at the beginning uh, stage. So I, I didn't really had the full plan how to do this. All I knew is I have to actually get a little bit better and, and have the times in swimming and butterfly was my stroke and get them to a certain level where I can apply for 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 the scholarship so the again it was a small town in 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 germany so it what the the club that i was in wasn't on the level that uh, i i 
wanted it to be, right? And so I was looking for a better club and uh, my grandmother actually uh, came up at this moment and uh, she knew uh, a good coach in, in Split Croatia uh, that was uh, a very good coach uh, in that area. So the idea came up that uh, I should just come back to Croatia after Germany and uh, just swim uh, for, for a whole year. How old so, were you then when you went back? That was uh, 18, 18 or 19. Uh, so I moved back. Uh, it's split. It's a, a port town, uh, port town in Croatia. And um, <clears throat> yeah, my, my grandmother organized everything. Um, I'm very, very thankful for that. She, she knew the coach and she's also a swimmer when she was younger. Right. And uh, so she knew the coaches and uh, yeah, that was uh, one year in Split, Croatia. That was I was just swimming all day, like uh, getting up in the morning, swim in the morning, eat, then swim in the afternoon and go to sleep early. And for a whole year, I didn't study. I didn't do anything else. I didn't party. Just train. You know, I, there was no distractions. I, I didn't have too many friends, so I was just focusing on swimming. Would you swim a lot open water or mainly in the pool? In the pool, in the pool. Uh, it was it was uh, also competitive, so I was uh, competing at uh, certain uh, competitions there as well. And sure enough, after a year, uh, the times improved uh, significantly, and uh, I started applying for for all these colleges. And I I didn't really care where I was just looking at NCAA uh, top fifty or whatever colleges, and I was just sending out uh, all Emails. my applications yeah. to a. Fake 40, 50 colleges. I wasn't focused that much on, on a specific region. Or, yeah. or something. And then uh, a couple of colleges came back, Jersey City, St. Peter's University, or at that time, St. Peter's College, uh, came back and said, okay, come over. Uh, we have a full scholarship for you here. And interestingly as well, there was two other, actually three other swimmers from Split, from a different club that got invited to come as well. So you obviously know Lovre, uh, Anna, and uh, Marin as well at that time. So it was kind of cool that we all came together. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that they, the journey. you guys were What's all from, from the same town. That's, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, so that was really cool. And then it kind of makes it also easier a little bit once you start your journey on in a different country for right? sure so, hey, that's kind of like a similar story obviously you guys know fabian he's from ecuador he was in the school already and whenever i was applying they put me in touch with him and and i i asked him a lot of questions you know how's the city how's the school this and that so it definitely helps you uh, be a little bit more comfortable coming in because you know you are moving at 18 years old you know really to a new culture and everything. So it's kind of tough, but um, Ali, tell us a little bit about your story. You're a swimmer as well. You're from Venezuela, which I think it's really cool. And then you ended up in Jersey City as well. Yeah, uh, similar thing. Uh, for me, it was more of my sister. My sister's older than me a few years. And she came to the States and swam and went to college. So that was pretty much the plan for me. So once I graduate in my country, I, I came and I lived with her for a year. I went to a community college and swam in yards. So United States is the only country, I think, that they swim in yards. <laughs> uh, all the countries, you swim in meters. Yards, miles, so inches, it's all different here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So that I don't know if that helped, but I was swimming in yards. I was getting times in whatever they race here, so it might be easier for coaches. I'm actually now doing a master's in coaching, and it is easier, you know, to relate. But it's good to know also the times and meters, so you get both ways. Uh, but yeah, I my sister was basically my agent, just like Hook's grandma helping him. Gotcha. She helped me, and she started sending emails with my grades. She started sending my times and a few universities got back to me. I went to a recruiting trip in Kentucky and then I went to a recruiting trip over here. And I had another recruiting trip, but I already made my mind. I came here to St. Peter's. They had a lot of internationals. They took me to the city. We walked outside Madison Square Garden and, you know, you were sold from another country. <laughs> huh? You were sold. That? Yeah, it's like New York City. It's like the energy that brings. But I really like that um, the international culture, I would say, in Jersey City, the yeah. diversity. Yeah. So is. even if they were Americans, their parents were from Egypt or the parents were from Puerto Other Rico places. or things yeah. like that. Yeah. So you had that yeah. diversity involved. And I didn't have to be worried about being different or I don't know. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a really good point. I never thought yeah. about that. But uh, yeah, my, my story was kind of similar. I, um, you know, played tennis all my life. And at 16, 17, I was doing well enough that some agencies over there would, would sort of recruit you to, obviously you pay them a fee and then they help you out, you know, SATs, videos, uh, contacts with coaches and stuff. And then I actually chose St. Peter's because it was the cheapest one. I think that was the biggest. The cheapest one or the one that offered more money? Yeah, exactly. The one that offered more money. I mean, the cheapest to pay a uh, semester. So that was why. But I have a pretty cool story, similar, sort of similar to yours, Ale. My first, I didn't come in August because I couldn't make my paperwork uh, in time. So I had to come in January and it was like really cold. It's the first time I've been in the winter. I've never been in other than Miami in the US. And I arrived to Newark. My coach picked me up and it was like freezing cold. Didn't have a good enough jacket. I just come out and then the, the cold just hit me. But anyways, I just find my coach, uh, he drove me straight into the waterfront in Jersey City. And he was like, get off the car and walk over there. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, like it's freezing. Like, what, why is he taking me here? Like, what am I doing? Like, I just want to go home and sleep. You know, I was tired. I came from Ecuador, big trip. And he was just like, no, just please go. And then I walk out of the car. I go to to see the waterfront and it was shocking. It was like one of the most impressive things I've seen in my entire life. And I was sold. That was it. You know, I was like, okay, this is the place I want to be. This is the place I'm going to be. It was a really cool moment for me, you know, especially on that first day. Um, but yeah, uh, let's talk about a little bit after college. Now, Vogue, you've been working uh, uh, for a company for years now, but you recently had to to move away, how has that transition been, you know, from being so used to being in Jersey City, you were there for what, nine, 10 years, and then you had yeah. to move out of, out of the country. How was, how was that like? It, it wasn't easy, but uh, I was, after, you know, that many years, I think uh, 10 years uh, in Jersey City altogether with uh, college and work, I think uh, I was, yeah, I was ready to, to try something new as well. Even though I'm, uh, Jersey City is, is deep in my heart, for sure, it's it's a long time, a lot of memories, a lot of experiences, but uh, eventually there comes a time where it's like, okay, you know, I can try something new. And um, 
Yeah, so just to backtrack, I after college, um, actually, no, uh, during my senior year, I started an internship in uh, uh, a logistics company, um, Kuna Nagel. It's a pretty big uh, freight forwarding company, and uh, it, it kind of fit with my major. I did uh, international business and trade. So, um, and it also, there's a, it's a German company. There's a lot of Germans there too, and it helped that I can speak the language as well, and you know, in, in the office as well, you can make friends and, and, and so forth. But uh, that was senior year internship and then just extended that after that started working full time. They um, they sponsored my OP, uh, my visa. Um, so I think a full six years I, I worked there in Jersey City and on the waterfront right there. So it's, it's a beautiful 33 view. Mercer Street. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. That's also the apartment very close by. Yeah, that's actually a very big plus that I was able to walk uh, walk to work. I was very close by. So, uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. And uh, and uh, after six years in that company, um, you know the the visa is coming to an end. Um, and uh, I also at the last couple of years there, I met uh, Danielle. My now fiance uh, so we were uh, both in a situation where okay uh, maybe we should go somewhere else and try something new because she was also ready to to try something new she she was in jersey city as well for a long time so we started to look around and uh, i the good thing about my company is that there's a lot of offices around the world so um, you know you kind of start looking around and uh, the first thing that came up uh, was a position in Mexico City. So I almost ended up there, which is interesting. And uh, I, I was really looking forward to it. Uh, I went to an interview there um, to check it out. And uh, I brought Danielle with me. We went to Mexico City. I think we were there just for a week. Uh, but there was like two days in, in, in their office to do the interviews. And everything went well. The interviews were, were good. Um, plus, they showed us uh, Mexico City, which is amazing. It's a really big town, a lot of culture, a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting people. It's, it's definitely uh, amazing there. So That's where the inspiration for your album came, right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of when I got into a little bit more making music and playing with my keyboard and, and some beats and stuff. So uh, I really wanted that uh, album to um, be connected somehow with that experience. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's really and cool. Anyway, I, uh, I finished those interviews. Uh, I came back to Jersey City and uh, we ended up not going there because of certain uh, small details in the contract. Uh, it's always a little bit difficult when you go from Jersey City to Mexico City. Uh, it's uh, like the salary goes down and after six years, I didn't really want my salary to go down, even though the position actually was higher. But, right. you know, between those countries and, and their standards, it was supposed to mean that I would go down my salary and I didn't want to do that. So I kept looking a little bit more. And uh, after a couple of weeks, uh, there came a second opportunity, which is Toronto. Um, nice. Go Raptors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was it was uh, also even even better position. It's 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 um, I was I was really excited about it. Went to the interview in Toronto, 
came back, everything went well, the details of the contract are great, so came here and now I have uh, now I have a team of, of almost 20 people, 19 people that I'm managing and it's on a national level and it's uh, very finance oriented, a lot of numbers and, and uh, analyzing the, the profit and losses and things like that and it was uh, it was amazing to now have that uh, experience to manage people. That definitely uh, that definitely uh, shaped me the last two three years that I was here in Toronto because it's definitely not easy. Yeah, um, you know, having to deal with different uh, people and their needs and everything, and trying to develop them and and making sure they're productive and all those things, right? But the good yeah. thing was, I guess, that I had. All these cultures in my experience and i dealt with a lot of different people so that definitely came handy that's great man i mean yeah we're so excited for you we're so happy for you i know you're doing really well the only thing is that you moved out of jersey city and we don't see you that much anymore but we know you're doing great things so congrats man we're, we're really happy for you the type of stories that we share at invisible faces amazing stories podcast cannot be found on a resume or social media profile. It's the type of stories that we come up with while sitting by a bonfire under the moonlight or while having some drinks with friends. It's always good to take some time to think about those moments that have shaped our lives and have shaped the way we think, the way we act, those turning points in our life that have made us who we are today. Please don't forget to subscribe, review, and share the show with your friends. I encourage you to reach out to me if you or anyone you know might want to be a part of this show. Because remember, this is a space for anyone and everyone to come and share their life stories. Thank you, and see you next Thursday for part two with Ale and Book.